Hey, everyone. This podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hello, everyone. Hello. Oh, welcome to the episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I'm like 80%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like 70% sure. Mm -hmm. It's going down pretty steadily, I know. Um, Yeah. I'm going to try something. Dave, you're in a desert and you see a turtle on its back. Why am I in the desert? Is you're just in the desert. I don't. You're just there. Why am I there though? But you're you're just there, and you see a tortoise mm. on its back. Uh, we have what's a third a person. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a turtle, and I'm not in a desert. So yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Who are you? <laughs> oh no, I'm. You know what? I'm kind of tired of podcasts spoon-feeding answers. Like, they could figure that shit out from the foreshadowing of the previous three seasons. That's yeah. true. Sure. That's but true. They can connect those Logan dots. Trent. Yeah, ah, they should yeah. be able to figure that it'll out. Be, yeah, it'll be, on, it'll be on the title of the podcast. Um, yeah, we got to buy the novelization doing? to know that he's Logan Trent. He's, he's pulling a real Star Wars on us. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It'll be in the after-credits scene. Right, it'll be on, my, name. my name will be announced on Fortnite. Yeah. Right. Or it'll be in the goddamn opening crawl to reveal the major plot point point that you exist. The Trent like, speech. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was really bad? Star Wars: that The Rise movie? of Skywalker. Star Wars. Yeah, the new Star Wars. All of really them kind of were, weren't they? Yeah. They were all real pieces. They of were shit. all real shitty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like. like or just real quick, on the one hand, I totally get people that are like, "Uh, oh, we're still talking about Star Wars." I get it too. I would like for nothing more than to to. I, I'm not interested in in hearing anybody's uh, takes on movies that are now at you know at minimum a few years old. But also, we should never stop talking about these Star Wars. Sometimes, sometimes something's it's it's like the it's like the Game of Thrones. We should be offended like, of by this for the next 50 years or yeah sometimes you just have to stand back and be like right that was terrible you know how like, good does george lucas feel right now he's like mm. yeah not so easy is it huh huh yeah <laughs> feels smug and rich i will say there is a great way to solve this and it's to reboot star wars because as jeff yes. has pointed out numerous times that would be the fucking funniest thing ever that just would be do extremely it. funny just do it who gives a shit just reboot it yeah 
It would be so goddamn funny. Fuck it. Harry Styles is Luke Skywalker. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit. Actually, no, he would be Han. We say it like a joke, but it might happen. It probably it might... will happen. Oh, it absolutely will You know what, you know what they would do? They're going to do this, the Star Trek thing where they like do like a yeah. multiverse reboot. Yeah. Where it's like they don't want to just reboot it. We can't just reboot things anymore. We have to like tie it all into canon somehow. Well, that's uh, that's so the the idea there, Dave, um, is so that they can have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Somehow J.J. Abrams will still be involved with it. Which oh, would be of, course, of course, of course he will. <laughs> so, like, <yeah. laughs> they definitely nobody at Lucasfilm, no one at Disney. There's no way they came out of that and they thought maybe not J.J. Like you know, they were like, "Well, we did J.J. Abrams, so we, that was good, right?" So what what went wrong? I can't figure it out. Like they never even crossed their minds that remember he how, might have maybe been part of the problem. Remember how they ki- quietly swept under the rug that they had a trilogy from the Lord of the from the uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones guys? guys that was supposed to be coming yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we're all like, no. Well, <laughs> Nah, slow your roll there, partner. <laughs> well, they got they got a massive uh, Netflix deal, I believe, and they backed out. Nah, or yeah. something. They got they got some. They obviously they got a number of uh, extremely lucrative uh, offers, and they right. pick, they picked the Star Wars one, and then like a little while later, they picked this other huge development deal. Between were, Abrams, Trank those two dudes and fucking Colin Trevorrow, is there a worst lineup that they could have picked to further no. new people? Like, Not really. Just swing to misses every single time. Yeah, just a lot of <sighs> mediocre I mean, they're, they're, giving, they're giving the next one to Ryan Johnson right now. They're just like, please, this you, you made the only one anybody likes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they went they finally just went straight up and said, Hey Kevin Feige, can you fix this shit? And he's like, Yeah, yeah I could try. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone finally figured out, yeah, maybe just go to the guy who makes things work usually. So, right. Yeah. Uh, like the one guy who can do this. Here's the thing. <laughs> I know we should be getting into the episode, but what Marvel does, what the Star Wars do, it's not natural. For, like, storytelling-wise. Like, it's not a natural way to do storytelling. And so, like, it's going to fail more often than it succeeds. Right? Like, to have, like, nine films that need to tie together. Like, that's... That's insanity. It's it's not good. It's hard to do. It's why this shit falls apart. And it's why, most of the time, we shouldn't try to do it. But when you do have to do it... Yeah, get the one guy who well, figured it out. He's if he's, I can use a go ahead, go ahead Tom. I was just gonna yeah, say yeah. he's he's basically the showrunner. Like that's what they figured out. They figured out yeah. we need a showrunner because these are ser- this is serialized storytelling. So that's yeah, all we is. need one people, we need one maniac who can keep track. Keep Sorry, track. people what were you don't saying? understand like the lightning in the bottle that is Kevin Feige. Like right. so, first off, you have a guy who was born a comics nerd and read enough comics to understand like Guardians of the Galaxy and all of those properties. Then you have him be an assistant to Richard Donner, who is yep. you know a really great film, who was a really great filmmaker. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, rest in power. Rest but, in power. Yeah, 
Then you have him get on the ground floor associate producing all those early things like X-Men and Spider-Man and like all those Daredevil things and seeing all of the mistakes other studios made and learning what not to fucking do. Then he gets a situation where he's giving complete control away from a studio to develop a thing until it gets bought out by Disney. Like 800 things had to go right for that shit to happen. And everyone's like, oh, no, it's easy. Just keep doing that. It's like. It's like when you hear shitty franchises like, oh, you know, just draft a Michael Jordan. You'll do that. Yeah. Like, no, man, that's right. <laughs> Logan, the number yeah. of times <clears throat> um, a certain, I don't know, um, uh, broken website or fractured website uh, leadership <laughs> would come in and tell us to just make a viral video. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. When they're like, just do something viral. Just do a viral. Yeah, it's yeah. just that's the mentality that a lot of people have. In this industry, yeah. Oh, just do the thing. Like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I never thought of yeah. that. We didn't think of drafting a Michael Jordan. You're oh, right. right. Just do a just do a something that succeeds. Got it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. You're no, saying all we need to do to make a, little... a dynasty is 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 find the greatest player of the generation. Got it. Got yeah, it. it's one of those things where I just think people would understand it more if they realized like sports and just how it's kind of similar in retrospect of just how hard that shit is to do yeah uh, yeah um, anyway <laughs> anywho should we think some producers i mean i guess this is probably. a podcast yeah yeah we have producers is it a po- this is barely a podcast it's a podcast tom this is a podcast if you say you're so. listening if you say so to a podcast we have okay so i don't want to use their full name they haven't given me a name yet but it's been like a week and a half and i messaged them uh, Tarrant, if Woo! you're out there, respond to my DMs. You can take any fanciful name I'm you want. Sorry. We'll call it. We'll yeah, call you that. I'm, s- I'm sorry the DMs were so sexually charged, um, but like, <laughs> it's still respond to them. I'm glad Please. you said that into a recording. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good for our business. No, we every time look every time someone takes takes uh, the podcast producer i message them and i say what do you want to be credited as and i don't want to just use the name because what if what if they're a fugitive you know like what if we're you know what if what if i they remember don't want that scene when harrison name? ford takes time to pause and support a podcast and then continue to search for the one-armed man remember that mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly um anyway thank you though also thank you to del griffith the shower curtain fella you uh, thank you to Lef. Thank you very much, Lef. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Thank you to Jake. Woo. Jake. Thank you to Numino uh, Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Thank you, as always. Uh, thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Always, always. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Always. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. All right, let me thank jump in you. here. <clears throat> uh, thank you to MVB. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Woo. Thank you to Definitely Ooh, Not Guillermo you. del Toro. Thank, thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thank you to thank Bob you. Grenville. Thank you to thank Steven. You. Thank you to Down thank Home you. Chicken. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank, Thank you. you to Asking Seven. Thank you Thank to you. Hey, Fuck You, I'm Happy Ed. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus-driving vampire. 
Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Beautiful. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Now, thank you. We were talking about Kevin Feige and Marvel. Let's talk about this goddamn what if trailer that just just came out hours before we recorded today. Yeah. They 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 respected us mm-hmm. by putting the trailer out before we recorded. They sure did, Dave. Marvel heard us. They, they heard got us. All of the letters I taped mm-hmm. to the front of their uh office building. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, what do we think about this? I mean, this, any opinions? I mean, <laughs> it's what if pretty much. It's what like, if. It's, yeah, it's, they just nailed the concept of what if we're getting out to the watcher. We're getting weird ass stories where it's just what could have happened. Twilight zone bullshit. And yeah. I am really glad that they made the concerted effort to get the actual actors to do the voices for most of well, this. Well, I was going to say they couldn't afford Robert Downey Jr. It seemed like. Yeah, I don't. Who is that? Because I kept looking to try to find out who the actor doing that is, and no site has that information at all. I feel like the technique they go for, if it feels like this, is that if they can't get the actors, then they go for someone who's completely different. Because it sounds completely different. Well, uh, it's it similar. doesn't sound like they're doing a Robert Downey Jr. Impression, no, they're not doing though. a Downey Jr. impression, but like the performance is similar. Right. Yeah. They're definitely performing as the MCU Tony Stark, yeah. but it's clearly not RDJ. So. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I mean his contract I, is is so massive and has been renegotiated. Like I, I like I'm sure most of these people, you know, were well, not most of it, but I'm sure a, a decent number of of these actors were kind of like had already agreed that they would appear in X other Marvel things, and then you know some other right. people. It's like what do you? What are you going to do when, um, like, I remember we did a, <clears throat> Collider did an interview with Frank Grillo, uh, who played Crossbones, and he is in this show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of that's one of the questions we asked him is, is whether or not he was in the show. And he just said, oh, yeah, no, I'm in that. And he kind of pointed out, it's like, well, what are you going to, like, when Marvel calls, what are you going to do? You're going to say no? It's a right. like, vocal work. Like, yeah. why would you just, yeah. 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 I don't know, unless you're Robert Downey Jr. I think some of these... Some of these people, they're like, you know what? I need to do something else. Like, I, he has I get to save it. the pipes for Doolittle, too. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Thank That's right. you. That's right. And Sherlock 3. Boy, I was just violently reminded that Doolittle existed. Yeah, he pulls something out of a dragon's ass in that. <laughs> Several somethings. Several somethings. Yeah. I mean, we also could get the Judge 2. There's a lot of things for Robert God, Benny Jr. to do. If we don't get do. the Judge 2, I mean... Listen, right. the time is right. I need- Jeremy Strong is blowing up because of succession. Let's exactly. do another one. Let's do another one. Get yes. the gang back Maybe together. This time, Vincent D'Onofrio hits someone with his car. Yeah. You know? And then they have to call him in, and they call him in to do the stuff. Maybe I feel fight- like you May- two are the number one hypers of the movie <laughs> The, the judge. judge. It's The like- Judge. It's The Judge. <laughs> I'm here in film. Massachusetts. I'm, you know, I'm like a half hour away from where they shot the judge. Oh, right you're now. like you're you you're almost at the end of the pilgrimage. You're like at I Ground know. Zero. It's incredible. Ground Zero Judge. Um, New England, the known for the Robert judge. Downey Jr.'s character bangs his daughter or his, cousin, yes, his probable I, daughter. His yeah. no, his. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the judge, but it's his niece. It's his niece. Officially. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that happens in the judge. Yes. 
Great film. Yeah. But yeah, this this looks fun. I don't know. I This is one where it's like, there's nothing this can do to hurt me. That's most Marvel things. Like, the worst Marvel can be now is boring and I stop watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, uh, and that's it. Each episode is just as good as the premise question. Like, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? That's interesting. Right. What if T'Challa was... Star-Lord. Star-Lord, you know, and that. Right. And it's kind of like the comic. Like, if you just don't like the premise of an episode, you don't have to watch it. It doesn't affect the other episodes. So right. It's, it's more it's like Twilight right. Zone. Yeah, it's like, a, it's, it's like a Twilight Zone. It's like a thought experiment. You know, they're just yeah. like, hey, it, like, it, like it, the show is, it, the concept of the comic series is just perfectly described by that two-word title. It's just, you know, what if we did this? Right. Yeah, Here's, fun? Okay. Anyway. Here's where I'm disappointed, though. Mm-hmm. Um, like they should be like, they should think more. They got to get farther outside of the box. I want to see like, what if Thanos was Joe Pesci? Like what if it, it's not Thanos played by Joe Pesci, but Joe Pesci, the person mm-hmm. like, let's have some fun with it. Right. Let's, let's really mix it up. <laughs> let's get, what if they're all Joe Pesci? Every single one mm-hmm. is Joe Pesci. Yeah. What if Robert Did- Downey Jr. from the judge was Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. 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 And he's just going around fucking everybody's nieces. Yeah. yeah. In his metal suit. Yep. Yeah. Zooming through that, uh, the small town uh, county courthouse. Right. Being like, my dad's oh, yeah. a judge. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, have have more fun with it. You're making what if. Go, go well, absolutely you give, give, them, give them one season to sort of see if people are into the idea before they go <laughs> Buck fucking what if wild. Mark Ruffalo oh my was God. Edward Norton? Yeah, <laughs> and it's oh just my God. Mark. It's just Bruce Banner morphing into Edward Norton instead That'd of. That'd be Hulk. amazing <laughs> if they did an Edward Norton season. I um, I okay. So now that you mentioned it, Tom, I hope this is extremely successful, and I hope it lasts twenty seasons, just so I can see the Jump the Shark episodes. Yeah. Like when they run out of ideas. Oh, that's what happened with the comic. Because <laughs> yep. yeah. the yeah. comic goes like a hundred plus issues and near the end, it's just straight up weird shit. Like what if Peter Parker became the Punisher? Cause like Aunt May got shot by the mafia. It's so fucking right. strange. <laughs> yeah. Because I think a lot of these, here's, here's what I imagine a lot of these are going to be. They don't look particularly like clever. Like that that whole Superman Red Sun thing, where it was yeah. like, what if Krypton simply exploded twelve hours uh, earlier? Um, that's a really smart idea. This small change creates this big difference. These feel less like that. They're more like, what if this bullshit happened for no no like logical reason? But what if? And that's still fine, but it just doesn't seem particularly like clever. Um, like like. Killmonger showing up to save Tony Stark. It was like that was never a possibility. You know, that was never they didn't have a near miss in the series. Mm-hmm. He worked in the CIA. So like theoretically he could have been there. It's one of those okay. things like I said maybe, it's really yeah, maybe much could have been there, yeah, yeah, running a mission against yeah. the 10 rings. Yeah. Okay. So that maybe that that was a bad example then. Um, the the one I'm really having trouble with is the T'Challa thing because I just don't see how that like maybe I made sure space contact abducted. first or he something. He got abducted instead of yeah. Star Lord. Yeah. Well, I mean, we obviously the the kind of the kind of argument we're trying to make right now. I don't think we can 
because we haven't it's, seen enough. We have to see it yeah. to see what right. happens. We have no idea yeah. how maybe, they're going to weave these stories. Maybe they're all extremely smart. Maybe I'm wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they just, right now, the premise I'm seeing, I'm like, I don't, I don't see how that would have happened. But well, yeah, you're right. Is We're judging it based on a trailer. That's what the, we do here. T'Challa one would be really weird because like the whole reason that Star-Lord gets kidnapped is because his dad is Kurt Russell. So like, what if right. the premise is just, what if Kurt Russell banged Angela Bassett instead? Like, yeah, sure. It could happen. Maybe yeah. he did. We don't know. <laughs> We don't know all yeah, the different places Ego went in the 70s. I mean, Angela Bassett and Kurt Russell would have a beautiful child. So, And that's yeah. Chadwick Boseman right there. So, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm ex- When is this, August? Yeah. Yeah, like first week of August, I think. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. probably just like right when a couple of weeks after is Loki this, ends. Hopefully, okay, so uh, here's my beef. I have a mm-hmm. beef. I like I can't watch a fucking Marvel thing. You have to watch it the day of or else on Twitter everybody posts just spoilers. Mute it. Uh this yeah, I should. This feels like it's immune to that cuz it doesn't even feel, feel like you have to watch it in order. It's just no, like they're all so one-offs. People, they're all one-offs. Yeah. That's the point. That's it's part just, of the design drives, of what if, yeah. Right. And I feel like that's even going to be more irritating because they'll post I don't just, know. The fucking internet sucks. Just mute them. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> I I, yeah. I had to mute uh, every show uh, just because I was yeah. writing about it for the site. It's wild. It's wild because people always post it excitedly, like they're like, "This is so great!" And it's like, then give people a fucking chance to watch. Because like I stopped watching um, the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I got a little bored of it, and then people would just I just learned what happened anyway from like a series of gifts online. I finally say- finished it. This is one of the reasons why I hate that streaming has gone to more of the weekly release thing. Right. Because I feel it is more inducive to spoiler shit like this because, yeah, it kind of incentivizes day of watching with that. Right. It's the shared experience shit. But, like, honestly, the Internet, I get it when we're all fucking gathered around on the, like, in like Times Square watching Seinfeld end. I get that shit because no one had the internet to spoil everything. But now it's like, we don't need that shared experience. We don't need to like have that weekly. Oh, what's going to happen next? Cause everybody on the internet sucks. Uh, you just, I mean, it spoils it's, everything. it's the same as it was when it was just message boards and Reddit groups. You just avoid it. It's Tom, even, I'm old. I know. It's I know even you're worse old going and I'm cranky. The Marvel stuff is all coming out on Wednesdays going forward instead of Fridays. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you have to watch that shit on a weekday, which is like, right. no, I'm watching basketball or I'm sleeping. I'm just, yeah. yeah. I, don't have I mean, you just, that. I don't know. This is a whole other conversation. I mean, there's, there's a yeah. flip side to it as well. Like when uh, Haunting of Bly Manor came out, there were still, there were people talking about spoilers about the entire show that day. And it's like, yes, it's, you're so right. it's still like it, people yeah. are going to do it either way. Um, and to me, like, that's even more inexcusable because it's like, all right, like, if I haven't watched the latest episode of a thing, that's on me. I need, I can, there are very easy things I can do, which I've done, uh, to right. avoid getting spoiled. But, like, if people are swooping in there when a thing just drops and it's, like, nine hours yeah. of television that I have yeah, to be like, caught up on, then it's... How the for not did you watch? The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you watch 13 hours of television when it's only been out for five hours? What the <laughs> What sort of fucking quantum being are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, that's a whole other 
<clears throat> discussion. Dave, I'm happy to sit your uh, sit you down like one of my parents and show you how to mute all the stuff you don't want to see. Please do. Yes, I will. I don't it's know very how. easy. Okay. Um. So that's what. If. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about this next thing. Disney's Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. Um. I this looks great. Yeah. I'm getting kind of sick of the animation style that they've been. Me too. Whipping I don't. Out. It's so. The, the Disney's shift to 3D animation, you know, it's. I feel like it has resulted. Well, it's resulted in a lot less unique style from film to film. Well, I all right. I agree and disagree because if you go and look at the Renaissance Disney, yeah, those all they look all the look the same. Yeah, yeah, they all look the same. They they have a style. They stick to it. I get that. I'm just kind of ready. For them to well, it's because everything style. looks like this. Yeah, yeah. Not just it's, Disney; it's everything looks like this now. Right. I miss two D. Yeah, very for much so. Just oh, yeah. the option of it. Like, I yeah. wish there was a better blend of the two because I don't mind three uh, D animation or CG That's or whatever you thing. want to call it. But they can do it yeah. in a computer. 2D. Like they yeah, can exactly. Yeah. Make it animated. Too. Can, yeah, the fucking South Park has been animated since d- day one by computers. Yeah. I think it's it's money, right? Where they're like, look, it's yeah. easier if everything just looks the same. We don't have to make a bunch of new bullshit. Disney's a big, but Disney's like, a big box. Disney's Walmart or Target. They want everything was, to look exactly the same no matter where you are. Right. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I will say um, I'm here for the diversity. Mm-hmm. I like this is along the lines like I saw Coco and I was excited and I'm seeing this. I'm excited. I'm excited that they're branching out to having protagonists from all around the world. Right. And I will say like one of the benefits of the 3D of the uh, CG stuff is how lush the colors are popping really in pops. that trailer. Yes. It's yeah. so vibrant and it's just really nice looking overall yeah yeah aside aside from aside from the animation style this i really also like the plot of this Mm -hmm. from what Mm -hmm. i've seen Mm -hmm. where everybody has magical powers but this one lady uh and she has to deal with that shit that's fun yeah yeah there's kind of the powers look fun there is kind of like i mean i know this isn't an immigrant story or anything but there is kind of like as the son of like first generation immigrants, there's kind of like that weird feel of like when you don't feel as connected to everyone else right. who's like similar of a race of you or ethnicity of you, where it's just like maybe you don't belong. And I kind of relate really hard to that. So right. I don't know. It's just I like the path that the story is taking and it just looks really nice in terms of, yeah. I mean, aside from like the generic Disney face like there. And I will say this. As generic as that is, it's better than the DreamWorks face. That is yes. the animation style I absolutely Ugh. cannot stand. It's so fucking <laughs> it's ugly. Bad. That's yeah, bad. that shit looks like direct to DVD shit. It looks yeah. cheap. Yeah, it looks what bad. If, what if what if her power is that everybody she touches she kills? So it's just rogue. And then it's just <laughs> it's just the story of rogue. And then they find a cure and everybody's like, We don't need a cure and they shame her mm-hmm. for wanting to be cured. And she grabs them all. Yeah, and she grabs them all. Enjoy my death grab. <laughs> no, like, should have cured. Should have cured me. No, nah, it looks. It looks this. It looks yeah. good. I'm glad. Th- yeah, I'm. I'm glad Disney's going. 
pursuing more diverse filmmakers, diverse uh, voices, and, and and things of that nature. Like uh, we just had Luca this summer, yeah. and then yeah, it's it's the it's a good direction. The, it's a good direction for the studio right. to take. The annoyance with the everything looking alike doesn't reflect the quality of this film. Mm-mm. No, it looks it very looks good. Because it looks really good otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, Disney... I'm excited for this one. Disney still looks the best. Everything looks the same, but Disney still looks... You yeah. Can, you can tell because that you're watching Because they have all the Disney. money. Yeah. They have all the yeah. fucking money in the world. You think... You'd think they'd be able to make things look different <laughs> with all that money they have. Dave, they can. They don't have Just the, to. Right. The algorithm told them they right. didn't have to. Yeah. It's, they're not going to do anything they don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fucking one of the largest we, right. economies in the entire world is Disney. Yeah. Uh, any more thoughts on this one? No, it looks fun. No, just uh, is this the first project Lin Manuel Miranda has done like all the music for that he didn't like write or anything? Uh, um, Moana. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. Forgot yeah. about that. Um, I think he might have well, contributed this... some lyrics to Mary Poppins Returns. I'm not positive, but I still need to see. Oh that. God, I forgot that movie existed. Was that any wow. good? If I. I was oddly excited for that, and then I did, never and watched just it. Didn't see it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a real Christopher Robin. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I didn't yeah. actually watch it. My mom liked it. Nice. Yeah, my mom wanted to see it. I don't mm. think she saw it. I'm not sure if anybody saw it. Did any? Did literally anybody uh, besides your mom watch that movie? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Disney was just like it's weird. This only this one lady this one watched lady, the movie. She fucking loves it. Look at her. If you she look at the box it. office mojo, it just says thirteen dollars. It's yep. just one yeah. ticket. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. My mom doesn't <laughs> see shit twice. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's discuss Val. Yeah. This is the the documentary so, of Val Kilmer. It's 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 hours and hours compiled from hours and hours of footage that he's just been filming kind of his whole life. Yeah, a little, I guess, inside info is I knew a producer who briefly was uh, made a documentary on Val Kilmer's life, uh, like maybe five years ago. I don't think it's this one, because she would told me that he does it like every 10 years. Yeah, I remember you, tell, I remember you telling make, us about this. Yeah. yeah, he's been trying to make a documentary on his life for a while. Uh, if she's involved with this, then congratulations to her. Um this looks like a good documentary, but it also looks like <sighs> making a documentary about Val Kimmer's life. I feel like the person who should do that isn't, isn't Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Not. Yeah. That is. But I mean, this <sighs> is, well, I'm sure we'll get that. We'll get that movie, but this yeah. is, this is, yeah. this is his movie. This is all the footage that he spent his whole life filming and it's, it's him wanting to talk about this. So I'm, I sure. Of course, there, right. there's, there's yeah, value. The same thing. There's value in that as well. One thing Absolutely. that really comes across when you're watching, like, because, like you said, it's throughout his whole life. You just see the different eras of Val, and it really, because he really hasn't been in a lot for the past like 15 years or so. If, but it really right. hammers down when you're watching it in the moment. Just, oh yeah, this is why that guy was a huge movie star. He's just yeah, charismatic as fuck. Like, yeah, and he had like. A handful of really, really good roles in in the yeah. early to mid nineties. Here's what I'm excited for: is if you've ever watched the behind the scenes documentary on The Shining, 
What makes it so interesting is that it was filmed by Stanley Kubrick's daughter, mm-hmm. which means that no one can tell her to fuck off. <laughs> like Jack Nicholson, she's like filming Jack Nicholson getting dressed, like getting ready to shoot, brushing his teeth. And you can tell he's annoyed with it, but he can't tell her to fuck off. And he's Jack Nicholson. And that's what I feel like we're going to get a lot of, is a lot of people like, oh, it's Val Kilmer with that camera. You hear it in the trailer. So gonna, you hear it in the trailer. Yeah. You, hear, yeah. you hear somebody saying, are you filming? And then Val's like, I'm not shutting this off until right up, right till we get to rehearsals. Right. <laughs> and they're like, come Jesus Christ, Val. Yeah. But like, that's, that's great. That's, that's going to be like, I look, whatever you think about Val Kilmer, it's just, I'm not, I'm less interested in his life in this. It's more just like, I guess it is technically still his life, but just watching all these people on all these famous movies behind the scenes in these moments that they probably like decades ago were like, bah, he probably won't do anything with that footage. <laughs> and then this comes out. And they're like, ah, fuck. What Brando shit do you think he has? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so excited Jesus for that. Holy that is shit. Oh, shit. man. <laughs> If he has, oh. if the, if he has any footage at all from Doctor Moreau in this movie, I will be shocked, yeah. but I will be extremely <laughs> delighted. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my gosh! Um, no, I remember you telling us that uh, a while ago, Dave was the first time uh, a lot of us heard that he was sick. Oh yeah, because you told yeah, us that, and you were like, that "Yeah, he's like, he, yeah, he's, he's not telling anybody. He's like, but he's like, sh- sh- you, you were like, my you, my yeah. friend is telling me he, he's sick with something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I had the scoop. Yeah, I had the scoop on Val, Val scoop. Yeah, I've been sitting on this for like five years. Um, so I don't know. I I don't know what this documentary is related to that. I just know that he's yeah been trying to do this for a while, and I get why now because mm-hmm. I thought it was a vanity thing. And this documentary actually proves me wrong because it's bit, it's more like he's like, look at all this fucking home video I have. I mean, it is a vanity Someone thing. Someone wants to watch this. But it's like, yeah. It's an earned vanity it, thing. Right. Yeah. There's way like more substance to it than I would have expected. Like he dedicated yeah. decades to making a time capsule. What if it was all just behind the scenes of the snowman and nothing else? Oh, my God. Just the snowman. Mm-hmm. That's the one I was want- really interested in. Yeah, that I want was the only just story. one scene of him recording Tommy Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones saying, "Get that shit out of my face," and then leaving. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Just oh. one moment of Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't so wait many for that things Batman that could footage. be. Yeah. Oh god. God, there better be Batman. Joel Schumacher, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh god. There's so many yeah, maniacs I'll... on that movie. <laughs> this was one. Of... <laughs> This is probably like the biggest turnaround I've had. Just fucking everyone. Tommy Lee Jones being <laughs> grumpy as hell. And Val Kilmer zooming around like the world's biggest dick. Jim Carrey. Oh, the yeah, funny Jim Carrey. thing is, is that his biggest role, or like the most famous one that everyone loves, is Doc Holliday. And that's probably the most boring set he was on. Because yeah. it's just like Kurt Russell and Sam Elliott who are just like... Right. Not gonna do shit. <laughs> like, right. Like yeah. those really strike me like the type of dudes like... All right, we're wrapped for the day. Yeah, all right, I'm going back to my trailer. Yeah, and then they I'm just gonna go right? have a yeah. nice dinner and watch a ball game and go. To- <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like watching yeah. baseball, and drinking yeah. shitty beer. 
Kurt Russell just talking about being a libertarian or something. Libertarian ass is not hanging around. It's just just footage of them combing their mustaches for like half an hour. (laughs) But yeah, this is probably the biggest turnaround I've had since hearing about this. Because at first hearing about it on paper, I'm like, oof, Jesus. And then seeing this this trailer, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do want to see that. Thanks, Val. Yeah, you get like, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't think anybody really knew that that you know, except for people like friends and people who worked with them that he had all this footage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I knew that there was a doc coming out, but yeah, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh wow, this is yeah. I this did is like, not yeah. know it was like that. Yeah, this is <laughs> like right. for real. Like it's like fuck, I have to watch this. <laughs> right. Um, we can move um, on. Yeah, Fear Street, Fear Street Part Two. Fear Street, Tom, are we gonna do seventy-eight? Are we gonna do what we just watched for any of these? Do you think? I figure we could do like one for all three. All right, that's that's a lot to cover, but yeah. I mean, this so, this weekend's I mean, though, Black Widow, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, then, in that case, real quick, uh, without spoiling our we just watched, did you guys see the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Quick thoughts. Um. If this was a Pokemon evolution, Fear Street would be the middle, the first one would be Riverdale, and the end game would be American Horror Story. This is just right in the middle of that shit. It's, yeah. Like, from the filming style to, like, the plots to, like, the, like, kind of gratuitous violence and stuff, it's, like, right in that middle ground of Riverdale to American Horror Story weirdness. I got more Stranger Things vibes, um... Mm-hmm. I liked I, it. I wish I wished it was scarier. I really like the director. Um, it's I thought it was well made and stuff, but it clearly it's not trying to be scary. Like it's not that it not, failed. Yeah, not really. It's that it wasn't. It's not trying to be that scary. Uh, but I liked it all right. I, also I had, had no. Re- or, sorry. But no, I, was, I think I was going to say what you're going to say. I have no like expectations or like. I remember reading some Fear Streets, but it's not like big childhood connection you yeah, know i completely did not know about fear street like i knew about goosebumps but then when everyone was saying like oh fear street remember i'm like what the fuck are you talking about oh I hell really, yeah man. oh yeah it just completely blanked on me and mm. so yeah i had no <laughs> frame of reference or like expectations for that like that's almost it's, so there's no disappointment level there other than like if the movie is bad that's that's right. that's kind of ideal, and I think they did this. Some I've noticed some Fear Street fans disagreeing, but I think they did the smart thing by not directly adapting any books. They're like, no, we're just going to yeah, take the, the universe and and do our own thing. I have seen part two. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't seen no part spoilers. three yet. I'm still waiting on my goddamn screener. Uh, but... Can you hook us up, Tom? On this podcast, can you tell us if you can hook us up? Mm-mm. Okay. They won't even give um, me one, Dave. What what do you think I can do for you? No, with part two. With part two. Oh, with part two? Up? Well, shit, we can do a watch party later if you want. I can just put it on. All right. All right. We'll, Netf- we'll invite Netflix a bunch of does a cool thing where they just add it to you link your net your actual Netflix account with like your me- oh. your, your press account. So it just sh- all your all your screeners just show up in your Netflix that- no matter where oh, you watch God, it. Oh, God. That's so much easier it's than so the shitty ways other right? like every Yeah. It's, it's like so much easier. <laughs> That actually works really well for them, too, because they probably people can't pirate it that way. You still get. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can. You can. You can open but it's, up it's the same. It's still, it, it still but. has a watermark on it. Like, it still has my email yeah. address on it like any other screen. Anyway, this is inside baseball. Uh, sure. But uh, Fear Street, by the way, the title Fear Street, doesn't that sound like 
like a spoof of a horror that would be like in like scream stab like it's like if they made I, I like a meta nightmare on elm street and they were making it it would be well, it sounds like a teen series of books it's it exactly what <laughs> yeah, it is it, it, like, it, it just, sounds like a teen series <laughs> of books that was 90s. yeah Ooh, it's just like, this is 80s actually maybe ever, even oh, 70s yeah. is when the first one came you out you know i guess what i'm getting at is you ever love something or know something your whole life and then you step back from it for a second you're like wait that's a dumb title like it just never occurs to you like he man like, yeah like he man <laughs> exactly where it's just something you've accepted and then one day you're like wait that's stupid <laughs> yeah. yeah fear street just kind of yeah yeah i mean um, it was 89 was the first fear street book christopher P- pike came a little bit earlier he was more mid 80s oh, but yeah, yeah that yeah it's 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 uh, yeah it's the title seems perfect for what it is to me yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah um yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i'm excited for this one i'm excited for the next one they're they're i don't know they're low stakes in my mind mm-hmm. uh now that i know they're not trying to be like really scary uh they're just kind of fun again stranger things they feel very stranger things in tone i will say this i do in I think I'm enjoying it more because it's a streaming thing on Netflix rather than if I saw it in theaters. Oh, God. Can you imagine driving to see this? Like, no. That's exhausting. Yeah. yeah it just the, the level of like disappointment of what you had to go through to go watch it. It's, it's yeah, made. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still a lot of fun things. to watch. Oh, absolutely. But part of that fun is the fact that you get to watch it in the comfort of your home own home. There, It's a comfort watch. That was the thing is it was like cute. It was like, oh, this is, I can make some popcorn or whatever and like fucking get in my bathrobe and watch Fear Street. Like it's, there's just certain things that are perfect for streaming. This is one of them. And the fact that they're doing it week by week where they're just like three movies, here they are every week. It's, it's, they're perfect to me in that sense. Like they're not amazing films, but I think they kind of nailed it Mm -hmm. with what I needed personally, these Fear Street movies to be. So yeah. I it's haven't a, seen the final two, so. I'm glad that they dropped them in the summer because this is it feels like a better summer horror movie than if this yeah. had come out like in October. That said, this would be a good month of October thing. That would be what they'd normally do, but yeah, yeah and you're it's right. got the, like the real bubblegum horror feel. Like yeah, yeah, also horror movies come out all the time. Yeah, we've learned that they don't even mm-hmm. like save them for October that often. No. So. I'm so sur- I was literally sur- I was really surprised that Halloween was actually dropping like mid October for Halloween oh, yeah. kills instead of like last week of August or whatever bullshit they've been doing. Yeah. For- I think that's yeah, well, they- I think it's what it was targeted for last year before they bumped it. Yeah. That that's the thing is they I think here's the reason is that horror movies on Halloween is something you watch. People don't go to the theater on Halloween. No, they go to they, parties they, or they trick or treat or exactly they throw or they pumpkins sit- at people. Right, or they throw yeah. pumpkins at people. But like yeah. they <laughs> sit at home and they watch horror movies. So honestly, I think the the movies that are the biggest hits on Halloween are the ones that have been out already for a while, which is why they tend to come out earlier. Yeah, but they've I been believe. getting like really weird where it's like, I understand like second week of October, first week of October. They've been hitting like right. last week of August. Like I right. think, didn't the hit movies come out like, Last well, here's the thing. September. They want them to come out in theaters, and then they want them to be on streaming. I think yeah. that's the whole thing. It's yeah. It's like when I worked at Halloween Horror Nights, I expected Halloween to be 
a huge day and they were like absolutely not it's our slowest day of halloween <laughs> horror nights it was like why and they're like because they don't want to be here they want to get candy and shit yeah no one goes like, to oh, the yeah. mall to see santa on christmas eve like exactly that exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, yeah it all makes sense um should we talk about beckett yeah probably yeah i'm <laughs> I'm so fucking excited for Beckett. As I wrote in the notes, it feels like John David Washington, it feels like his dad called him and yeah, he was like, you gotta do a thriller, man. Do a 90s thriller. It's like he handed... Like, it's, like your old pop would do. Yeah, it's like he passed off one of his uh, Nobody Believes Denzel scripts because that was a genre. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I'm Just so Denzel excited. walking like, what are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> I can't fucking wait for this. It's he's on vacation and the cops want to kill him it's and like, he's a fugitive. It's North by Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I can't fucking it's, wait. I am glad that this is coming out because I feel like I mean after um, Black Klansman, I feel like Tenet was supposed to be the big like John David Washington is a thing and it just got right. completely screwed, which. I mean, I still haven't seen Tenet and I kind of don't want to, but I really like John David Washington as an actor. So I'm glad that he's getting Tenet kind of a- like a mulligan or just some other thing, because I really want him to not I want him to succeed as a leading man because I, I don't like think, what he does. <laughs> I don't think anybody could watch Tenet and think this is his fault. <laughs> like, yeah. there's That's what it just movies- seemed like from the trailer. So Yeah, yeah. There, there's certain movies that you can accidentally like Showgirls was a movie that like famously uh what's her name elizabeth berkeley mm-hmm. yeah, yeah where it's like sh- like um verhoven was like i feel bad because i told her to do that stuff and then everybody was like wow she's terrible um yeah so there are, i think there are movies that can tank a career of an actor that's not their fault Ten Ten it's like he, he comes out of it clean everybody comes out of it clean except for nolan like it's one of those movies where it's like who wrote this like whoever wrote this they should stop writing but it's one of yeah, that. it's one of those movies. It's not a showcase for anybody's acting because Nolan famously yeah. tells everybody, "No, don't smile, don't emote." <laughs> yeah, don't emote. <laughs> and like, you can't blame someone for doing a Christopher Nolan film. Like, you, you know, like most of the time, that's a safe bet. Yeah. So, like, there's uh, a reason he's allowed to spend a hundred million dollars or two hundred million dollars on a weird time travel reverse movie or right doing a dunkirk or whatever the fuck he wants to yeah. do because he gets results so yeah, yeah. nolan has earned the right to make tenant uh, <laughs> a bad film a bad film but he earned the right to make it yeah uh but it yeah so i i am also i i i feel you where i was like i'm so happy to see him doing stuff uh that isn't tenant that is yeah, that's tenet. like he a, just... a I mean, I don't want to, like, compare him completely to his dad because that feels a little unfair, but he absolutely has his dad's presence. Like, you just, when he's on a screen, you're like, okay, yeah, this guy's a movie star. That's, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, you kind of have to because he's very similar to his dad, I think, his yeah. presence. They are different people, obviously, but they have a lot of the same sensibilities, probably because it's his dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like when Jacob Dylan was like, I don't want to be compared to my father. And it's like, really? Because you sing just like him. And like, so, well, like three years after that, he was like begging people to compare him right. to Right. He was like, father. please, please, remember just, me? Just talk about me. Um, I'll grow up my yeah. hair. I'll yeah. wear scarves. 
<laughs> Eminem, yeah. I'll talk like that. One headlight. Right. But luckily with, with John David Washington, it, like if he was, he's not, but even if he was like a clone of Denzel, I'd be like, that's great. Yeah, perfect. We got we another one. We could use more. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got another we, this backup one. That's great. Like, that's, wh- we could use a couple more. It's like Wyatt Russell. Yeah, f- where you're just like, oh, thank yeah. God. We got another one. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like he's going to end up more of the Wyatt Russell route rather than the Colin Hanks route, which is just yeah. like a, ooh, I was hoping more from you. Which And he's yes. fantastic, but it's just kind of hard to not be Tom Hanks, you know? Yeah. Or Chet no, Hayes. Oh, Chet. Oh, man. This oh, is what, Chet. We get a Chet Hayes once a generation. Yeah. Uh, um. So, yeah, looks great. Let's talk about Jolt. Sure. This it's, they it's make, a, like, this is a crank yeah. with Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> they make one of these like every fucking month, don't they? Yeah. These like action straight to DVD, even though that doesn't we don't have straight to DVD anymore. It's meaningless, but you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. This is I, like I'm exhausted with like when they're trying to have a tough female led action movie, and then there's certain lines of dialogue that you just straight up see and like oh, a dude wrote this. Because there's oh, yeah. several moments in here when I was like, a dude wrote this. Then I checked the credits and yeah, a man wrote this. Because it's like... Well, yeah, that's always how oof. diversity in Hollywood goes. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. in front of the camera. Which is better than nothing. Yes. But still, come on. <laughs> like they, there's no, All the executives woman, are still a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So. Um, it uh, It's just, it's that thing of like, this is why Upgrade was so delightful. Because the way these work in my mind is they make like 10 of them a year and one of them comes out as being like really good and surprising, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what Crank was. Although I feel like Crank kind of started it. Um, and, and you get your, yeah, it's just like we're we're not like other action films. And it's like, actually, you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a bunch of other action films. That came um, out this year. Yeah. So, also, it's nice know, to man. see Kate Beckinsale again. Kate Beckinsale. No more no more total recall like, reboots for her. Oh good. Yeah. Oh man. I forgot <laughs> about that film. <laughs> uh I got nothing else to say about Joel. Yeah, there's really like I mean, it's maybe eighty percent of Lucy, I guess. It's like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, so I wanna watch Lucy again. <laughs> Lucy is a film that I remember it goes places. It really goes places. You don't expect it to. Mm-hmm. Lucy is like. Well, of course I, you don't like, expect it to, Dave, because you're only using 10% of brain. Right. What if right. you use 100% of brain? Then you use brain to make Lucy. Yeah. You make you use yeah. brain to make out of, Lucy. Out yeah. of whole brain comes Lucy. Yeah. What was that? You guys remember Salt? Yeah. Remember Salt? Why Ooh, would they yeah. call a film Salt? Why That's would you make I've a film noticed. called Salt? When you have. Like the female-led weird spy ones, you always get these fucking bullshit titles like right salt like or salt. like peppermint arcade or whatever the <laughs> new ones coming out or like the hurt chorus that one Blake Lively movie. But then when right. it's a dude, it's always just some bullshit like Jack Reacher or Carl Punch or like right. Carl well, Punch. In fairness, yeah. in fairness, Salt is I think her name. Salt in is it. her name. Yeah. Yeah. And Lucy That's is her name. name. <laughs> Why the yeah. fuck would her name be Salt? <laughs> it's her last it's her name. last name, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> salt. 
I didn't mind that movie. I just don't remember it. I, I, the, I can't remember a thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, of all these movies, the Domino? one I liked the most was fucking Haywire. Even though you know, well, uh, it's a Soderbergh like, movie yeah. too. So. It's a Soderbergh. Yeah. I think they did it right because it's just they did Bond, and they got like. They got like so, Michael Fassbender to show up and be eye candy. Like they just got like I don't Channing know. Channing Tatum is a himbo. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got a bunch of actors that would normally be leading action films, and they're like, "She's gonna sleep with you and then leave," uh, and it was delightful. And as trash as Gina Carano is, like she does, she does a good do action. She's fine like, in it. Yeah, like Terrible. I mean, Soderbergh was just like actress, this woman but... kicks the shit out of people, and I just want to make exactly. a spy movie around that. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not his fault. She. Turned out to be trash 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Boy, How that... do you fuck up the Star Wars but again, bag? Oh my god. But, but here's here's the thing, is she's no she different was about to, to me get as a like... show. Anyway. Get yeah. paid. She would have been able to live off of her, her entire life off of fan cons and just right. enjoy Ben Shapiro movies, lady. Yeah. Right. Oh, she will. Um, All you had to do was not be a fucking asshole. Anyway. Right. <laughs> uh foundation this i put a note in there <laughs> yeah it's when they, oh, i knew it too as soon as they were like from one of the visionary minds behind that man was, of steel it's like it's david s goyer isn't it yeah that was the exact moment where i was like fuck because like, like at first i'm seeing it i'm like oh isaac yasmov okay let's see let's see done that i'm like oh no 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 okay no. yeah no. i mean my eyes just glazed have- it's such a generic future dystopia movie um as soon as lee pace starts saying like the millennia of conquering has i'm just like oh fuck this bullshit yeah, <laughs> like, this is, i am so out <laughs> like, yeah. that's the problem when it's when it's like this gray like bland bleak world and it says from isaac asimov i'm like i can't i don't have time for this that's no. my feeling it's it like i like, don't have time for this i can't it looks like chronicles of this. riddick but without vin diesel so why the fuck would right. i watch this piece of shit it's, it might be amazing i just don't i can't i just i have other things i gotta do yeah i can't watch this fucking like absolutely show. not well it's and all this, this exhausting it doesn't help that every trailer they make for something like this is the same thing where they don't really they just lean right. hard into all the tropes they know that everybody knows because yeah, they, they want they want they to get those you. across but they don't tell us anything about what makes this story like unique or special or it's isaac yeah. asimov okay he wrote a lot why should i care about here's, this one yeah yeah here's the other thing is that like people matter it's one of the things marvel understands is like Mm -hmm. everybody in this seems so bleak and serious and i'm like you know star trek had characters that like we liked like do have characters we like it's so boring to see actors of the caliber of like richard harris and lee pace who i've seen in other shit and i know have personalities just be like the millennia of chasing this, the fortress yeah. of the mind, exposition. Is, yeah, if you've seen, it's 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 Jared Harris. If it was Richard Harris, that would be amazing. Or, or sorry, Jared Harris. Uh, oh, yeah. But like, if you've seen, like, you know, Pushing Daisies or uh, Chernobyl or like anything else with these guys in it, and then right. you watch Mad a trailer Men. like, yeah, Mad Men. You watch a trailer like this, it's like, oh, you're just like, it's like watching Henry Cavill in like Superman. Because you're like, oh, right. you're wasting yeah. this person. <laughs> this person yeah, is way do, better. They can do they so much more. Char- 
Yeah, they can play and a compelling character. The and thing like, is, is like you can have like a character who's kind of that type of dark and like somber thing, but they can still be entertaining. Like Henry Cavill does that shit in The Witcher, but he's still fun to watch. Right, he's great. In it. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. because they they give them things to play off of. It's also like yeah, this style. It's it's like I have a special. I have only a, a a little bit of my brain that I can devote to this, and I know that Dune is coming out. You know, and it's like no, oh, I'm gonna fuck Dune, I'm gonna so. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to wait for that bullshit. Like, or like a Nolan film. Christopher Nolan's a similar where it's like, uh, I only have, it's, I think after Westworld, it was like, I can't spend my time on shit like this anymore. If you're trailer, like, we're going to try to mind fuck you. And it's like, uh, if your trailer has be, a dude monotoning about like the creation of a society, for <laughs> oh, Dennis, for Dennis, I'm just, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fucking, it's no, get the hell out right. of here. No, no way. No, okay. Nobody care. has time for this. What the yeah. Fuck? No. Also, Oh, you want to know about no time. I was reading notes on this and Goyer was like, my goal for this is for it to run 80 episodes so we don't have to cut anything out of the book. Jesus. So like, Fuck off, oh, David absolutely not. <laughs> if you think <laughs> Apple Plus is even going to last 80 epi- <laughs> enough for you to get 80 episodes, you're right. insane. What the fuck? It makes you realize how special The Lord of the Rings is. Because, like, that was a big ask. That was a huge ask of the audience. Because it's There's... like a fucking book report right, a- right away. They're giving us You're history making a lessons. Show, and I don't know anything about it, and I don't think anyone cares, like, other than hardcore feds. Yeah, I'll watch it. They'll find out, man. They spent half a billion dollars on that first season. Yeah. Oof. But, yeah, uh, this is this is an Apple Plus show, and I mean, do either of you watch anything on there? I've seen a no. few things, yeah. I will say I've been pleasantly surprised, because I really thought that that was just going to be a complete... They have good shows. They have really good shows. Ted Lasso is the best comedy of last year. For All Mankind is surprisingly compelling, and I've been enjoying uh, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest I like a lot. I haven't watched For All Mankind yet, but that's um, the Babylon 5 showrunner. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Ronald D. Moore. Ronald Moore, that's right, um, yeah. So basically, that show is... It starts off in the 60s, and the first thing you see is somebody walking on the moon for the first time and it's a soviet so it's just an alternate reality Ooh. from there where soviets were the first on the moon and if you're like into space stuff and just like weird historical drama and shit like that it's really solid and just has a great cast of tv actors so huh. like yeah apple plus like i got it for free because i got an apple product for a year and it's just been surprisingly solid so nice yeah <laughs> i won't be watching foundation so, yeah. though absolutely not nope that will be in that pile along with that weird 80s fitness show with rose Byrne that i don't want to watch physical physical it's physical yes it is the exact opposite of ted lasso yeah that's what i've heard she's just it's intentional she's the most repellent mean-spirited person who's ever lived (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this this show is just it's I, i like the actors in it but like it's this trailer is it, is the most boring derivative shit you've yeah. ever seen, and then fucking David S. Goyer's yeah. name on it. I'm just like, nope. I will and, hand it this: it doesn't look cheap though. Like, no, I was about to say, like and it probably costs them a lot of money. This is Apple; yeah. they are spending money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on these shows, they want you to get an uh, Apple Plus subscription. 
Yeah. Has anyone coasted more off of like one credit than David Esquire from like? <laughs> well, it's a handful of Dark credits. But it's yeah, it's Dark the Dark Knight and stuff. Blade, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> he's like he's just haunting movies. Like he's haunting Hollywood, where it's like, if I could just send one message to executives, it'd just be like, he, he, it's right there in front of you. The have problem you is s- right there. Have either of you just seen David Esquire? Yeah, like yes, what he looks like. Course. He looks like Stanley Tucci's Wario, and I can yeah. never stop laughing at that because it's hilarious. Oh yeah, he's evil Stanley Tucci. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 got he's, the JJ Abrams he's, thing. He's Tanley Tanley Tucci. Tanley Tucci. I'm a David. I'm a gonna win. <laughs> I'm a make a show. I'm a make a Superman. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about this Hulu show. Only murders uh, in the building. Yeah, with uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Yeah, Martin and squared. What? Martin to Martin. Martin squared. Yeah. Martin yeah. squared. Yeah, they're just two old two old guys living in a condominium apartment building, and there's a murder, and they're trying to solve I thought, it. I thought they were done in general, and I'm glad to see them. I don't think oh, they're yeah, no. done. I think it's just they're very very choosy and this is a project that steve martin developed for himself it's a right. welcome return yeah just you know you're, are you ever upset when you see no, steve martin or we watched um <laughs> no. one of the Unless movie nights shop girl yeah and one of the Remember movie nights shop we girl? watched um inner space was it yeah. yeah yeah it was just like i've missed martin short or yeah and just yeah here he is like yeah, yeah. no no this, this show looks like a lot of fun Big, yeah, I'm into it. Um, big bored to death vibes from there. If you guys, I never watched, watched it. I never watched it. That never was did. that came out. That was on TV during uh, about a 15 year period where I didn't have TV, so yeah. <laughs> I just didn't see anything. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much similar, like kind of crime solving, but with like a weird like vibe of premise and just comedic actors in there because it's got Ted right. Danson and Zach Galifianakis. This has Martin Short and. Steve Martin. So yeah, no, I'm just happy to see them on screen again. I like those two. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I have no notes other than that. It's uh, yeah, it looks fun. Looks delightful. I was surprised it was a series. I thought it was going to be a movie. It's a series. Yeah, it's a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're Get going. On them. Yeah, they're going all in, man. Uh yeah, I feel like like cool. there's really not much to say other than just we like Steve Martin. Steve no, Martin like and Martin Short, well, man. They're making a murder yeah. mystery show. Fucking, what else do you need to oh, hear? Yeah. Amy Ryan's in this, and she fucking rules. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have I have a lot to say about the next thing. That's the thing. Oh, sure. The, oh, the Woodstock man, 99. Have, oof. Yeah, I have Peace, to love, say. and rage. I, I guess I don't have too much to say, except, like, are they interviewing, like, the band members? It doesn't look like it. Or the, well, they, okay. it looked like they were interviewing some, maybe one of the guys from Ween. It looks like they're talking to somebody from a band in the beginning of the trailer. They were talking to Moby. Moby, Moby. that's Moby. who it was. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Apologies to Ween. <laughs> I, it I, a, I, it, I, I was watching it while I was working, so that the first half of the trailer was I was just be, listening to the dialogue. <laughs> I want this to be like the Jinx, where Moby confesses, confesses to, it to all. doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. Here's, I guess, what it is is we're all we've all old enough to remember Woodstock '99. Let me, uh, and it's just like, 
Yeah. Who you, gives a shit? Well, let me. That's Other, what I was gonna get to. Is like it's. Like, um, they're they're mystifying it of, like, you get a bunch of people together and this happens and that. And I was like, yeah, you get fucking Limp Biscuit on well, stage. They also, like, a big complaint I have with this, uh, like, a lot of awful shit happened. But, like, this trailer is really focusing on, like, the, the young white male rage aspect, which is undeniably oh. an aspect of what happened. But it, they're really, like, they're, they're, this was a perfect storm of horseshit. Well, it yeah, it sucked. The, like the, it in the trailer, sucked, in the it? trailer, they go real quick past like they're charging four dollars a water, four dollars of uh, uh, per bottle of water, and they go right past that. And they're like, and the porta potties were unusable. They go right past that. It's like yeah. the uh, the organization and execution of this event was fucked. This is, this I is guess, very shallow thinking. Yes. It's just like. I'm pretty sure that an event happened two years after Woodstock 99 that probably had a bigger influence on the way that society and politics got fucked up that led mm-hmm. to modern day weird white rage. Yeah, and right. It, so, I guess. Like, er, sorry, go ahead, Tiff. Oh, I was just going to say, it reminds me of Val, but in a bad way, where it's a documentary, it feels like it's told from the people who don't understand yeah. what went it's, wrong. It's, it, there's like, a lot it feels of false like it's told equivalence from the people being drawn who, here. Who, yeah. who did the shitty stuff. I just, yeah, it's like, look, you got a bunch of like, like, bunch of like popular it's, shitty metal and like you have them at a festival that sucked, that fucked everybody over. Like, it's like the Warp Tour sucked too, but it yeah. didn't, you didn't like camp out there and have to live there. And it's like, yeah, this this is what happens. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like it's forced pop culture history. Cause this is based off of a podcast that came out two years ago in 2019. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And it's just one of those things where it feels like we've really gotten to a point where everything has to be an anniversary for a thing. Like, Oh, remember 12 years ago when, I don't know, whatever bullshit movie you watched as a kid came out, I was like, no one cares about that. And same thing with, like, Woodstock right. 99. No, like, the only interest I would have in a Woodstock 99 documentary would be an hour long and them focusing solely on the aspect of them trying to, like, track down the people that did the assaults and, like, the actual crime shit, because that's actually important. Right. In terms of, like, the music or what it was in capturing or any of that stuff, it's, it's bullshit. No one gives... No one gave a shit about Woodstock 99. No one gave a shit about Woodstock 94. Right. It's like, the, if it wasn't called Woodstock, no one would care. No one, w- like, would you watch a documentary on Lollapalooza 98? No. Right. Who the fuck uh, cares? It would be, that, yeah, it would be, yeah it would be more like, like the, the fucking, like, 96X Crush Tour or something. Like, this yeah, would have been branded like right. three different corporates yeah it's it's because of the like branding said, other than the crime like there's nothing seminal about it either because even the bands right. no one gives a shit about Ooh, limp biscuit like okay like right, think, exactly like yeah. there's there's nothing special and tom you're really right because like there were other festivals around this time that shit didn't happen at mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like yeah the idea of being like yeah it's just the culture of the times it's like that's such no an it's old not person way yeah. no like, it's yeah, not at damn all kids yeah, yeah. That, like, it was like I mean, no, you you ran a shitty festival. I'm and sure people rioted. Right, like I'm sure the I'm sure all that was a factor. But it's like, yeah, this yeah. you like you need to approach this the same like shade and Frodo way everybody approached Fire Festival because it's the same thing. It's a bunch of fucking idiots right. yeah. 
putting together a festival that was way beyond their means, both financially and logistically, and things went very, very bad as a result, right. as a direct result. It feels like content for content's sake. Just, yeah, right. Well, yeah, that was I like, just, Logan, who's you the audience the, for this? Sorry. Right, you saying the anniversary thing reminded me of like, uh, it was this weird instinct we do. Everybody was sharing that shining, like, July 4th photo. Yeah. This July 4th, like it was a thing that happened. <laughs> it was weird. Like, it was weird that everybody shared that. And it was, again, like an anniversary thing where they're like, 100 years ago. And it's like, I mean, that's been happening. it was a movie from, I know, I know. It's this, It's the same as this. It's, it's the weird feeling of, like, we love, we, I don't know, we love doing that. I yeah. don't, I don't fully understand it i guess i just like i said the only aspect of this that would interest me is the crime and there's been enough like in-depth long-form articles which actually get into the stuff like that that you can read about where they talk to victims and you know give them voices and things like that and in here i don't see any of that all it is is a bunch of pop culture commentators and like maybe some of the musicians like it's fucking crazy man it's like powder keg going i was like i don't Right. Okay, man. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> you had a shitty I, festival with a shitty festival and people acting shitty. That did not lead to, like, the outburst of white rage storming the capital of our country, like, right. five months oh, ago. And God, making the line to... of that is absolutely, like, ludicrous bullshit. Like, they do. Yeah. They make that right. one of the people they talk to in this makes that connection. Yeah, yeah, it's Wesley Morris, which I was very surprised from because he's usually way more thoughtful than that. I mean, so, yeah, it's just, I don't I mean, know. maybe they probably just, you know, you, you sit someone in, down in front of a camera for like a couple hours and then you pick out the shit that works. Also, we should stop making movies based on podcasts. Yes. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is me <sighs> feeling like being old, but like making, all right. All right, I, I need to amend that. We shouldn't make documentaries based on documentary podcasts. Something yeah. about that, where it's like Woodstock 99, you know where that fits? In a podcast. I mean, Keep it's... It there. It's, like, it's not important enough to well, be... Well, I mean, podcast was exhausting, because it wasn't one podcast. It was a fucking eight-part eight, series. Yeah. I'm like, how are you wow. getting eight parts out of this shit? Well, it's... And, it's not yeah. really any different from making a movie that's based on a magazine article. Right, um, and that's that's why I feel old saying it because yeah. it's like I I agree with what Dave said. Instead, maybe not movie, but a documentary off of a podcast just feels like hat on a hat at some point. It just feels like they're just taking it. And it's adapting. Yeah. I mean, adding, it's adding again video. to me, it's not super different. It's just adapting it into a different medium. Um, right. I think this is a stupid story to do that with. Yeah, yeah. It, like everything, it doesn't work until it does. You know. Yeah. Like, hell, that Zola movie is based off a tweet, which I, you know, that didn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> it's based, and that's that's based on a tweet that though... was lies. <laughs> so, yeah. like, that was even, it was just, <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. Everything, who gives a shit? If it's a good story, then it's a good story. Well, people only cared. Where we get people it. only cared because they said it was true. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, well, I like, know what, yes, there are those instances. I've seen mockumentaries that... I've seen mockumentaries that were about things that aren't, like, interesting unless they were true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, like, I saw a mockumentary and then I learned it was all made up. And I was like, why did I see that? It wasn't sin- – like, if you're going to make a mockumentary, give me a fucking Blair Witch or something. You know? Like, 
do something Discovery outrageous Channel with it. got really awful with that with some of like their later Shark Week shit. Yeah. And it was just yeah. absolutely garbage. But yeah, like I said, this is like there's no story here. Like unless you're going to victims who got hurt or something like that and trying to follow right. up on there. I don't give a fuck what Moby has to say about a shitty concert from 22 years ago right. that no one really remembers, other than people wallowing in shit about. Like, yeah, if you're gonna right. if you're gonna do this, talk to the people who were there, talk to the the victims of the assaults that happened, talk to the people, the organizers, the promoters who put this event on. Don't talk to fucking pop culture commentators who were born two years after yeah. it. Like don't, it's, I love the nineties this. This is not a VH one shitty show. Don't yeah. talk to yeah. the people who had a green room, you know, who were like could leave. Yeah. Like that's the thing. They're talking to the musicians like, yeah, that crowd was nuts. Yeah, it was like, weird. I don't it's give like, a shit. I don't give shit. a fuck what the offspring has to say about <laughs> yeah. Woodstock ninety nine. Dexter Holland. Yeah. Ooh. Motherfucker came, he played his set and he went to his hotel afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you have any insight really as to what to... happened? It comes down to if you if this documentary was like here's a story you didn't know and it was compelling, that'd be one thing. But it really doesn't feel like they have a story. They're just analyzing it. It's a bunch of people who didn't who either weren't there or weren't like or, or who were on stage think telling us what they thought about it, it's, and that's it. It kind of. This is going to sound very weird because I don't think either of you saw this trailer, but they dropped a trailer earlier this week for a Kurt Warner auto for a Kurt Warner biopic. Oh, the one with and, uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm just like, who the fuck cares about Kurt Warner's? But like, he's one of the most boring quarterbacks, other than just like, oh, you know, he sucked enough that he didn't play football for a while, got a real job, and then he played football again. Right. He was and, like, he won a Super Bowl in his forties, which awesome. Yeah. But like, also, he was. It wasn't like he. The trailer really makes it seem like he was just some guy working in the grocery store. It's like, no, he was a pro football yeah. player. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense when you see that it was made by a. Um, branch of i forget what studio is doing it but their branch is devoted to christian films and kurt warner has been like openly christian but the weird thing about that is is he's not even like loud about it like he's not like tim tebow you know so even that's boring but that's the same vibe i get with this with like woodstock where i'm just like yeah this was a thing that happened but like i mean other than the main thing of like the assaults and shit no one fucking cares about any of this like it could have been any other concert mm -hmm. you know <laughs> There's nothing seminal about this moment in time in terms of music or like grabbing a zeitgeist thing and you trying to like make it into something where like Dave was bringing up like or Tom was bringing up like blaming the Capitol riots and all of this shit is just wrong and lazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 the worst impulses we have about mm -hmm. documentary and and. Yeah. expose uh, sort of uh, filmmaking and writing. Um, I think some of it does come from being alive. Like the older we get, the more we're going to like see documentary, documentary and true crime stuff based on like shit we remember. And it's going to be a real bummer. How it's awesome be... is the Elon Musk biopic going to be? I mean, right. we already see that. We got the Sully biopic three years after that fucking shit happened. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like that that it happens all the time already right how, but you know like, what i mean where okay, it's like tom, stuff that... tom how dare you insult the inspiration for, for hero <laughs> the theme of drive 
Let's move on to the news stories. Let's move on to the news stories, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we got more patrons to thank. Um, big <coughs> Sorry. Oh, there, Sorry, oh, everyone. Oh, you're getting the Rod Steiger I tried, treatment. I, did you, I tried. Did you right, drink the Kool-Aid again. Molotov cocktail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big thank you to uh, Kool-Aid Molotov says, fill me with the blood of your billionaires and drink deep, my brothers. Thank you. Thank you to E.T., the ex- extravagant terrestrial. Woo! Uh, thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Uh, thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous. Thank you, Glitterous. Thanks to Thanks for having Jason Pargett on. Here's 25 bucks. Thank you Woo. to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank you. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew, Andrew How How. Thank Woo. you to Vincent. Vincent. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank, thank you to you. Dr. DNA. Thank, thank you to you. Lauren Gucci. Thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Thank you. And that's it. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what's going on here? Lovecraft Country, I thought, did great. I looked it up. The ratings were good. The ratings were good. It was well received by uh, have, viewers and from, uh, critics alike. I have one, only one guess. Is like, did the creator like piss somebody off? Mm-hmm. From what I understand... Because I haven't finished it, I'm still halfway through, but Ooh. from what I've read, the first season covers the entirety of the book, so it might just, like, I don't see why they can't continue, because they did that with The Leftovers, but, right. yeah, maybe it's just the creative team just didn't have an idea, I don't know. That, but, it, it would be, okay. These it, actors it, are definitely going places, I mean, Jesus the, Christ, yeah. like, the cast. That like, might, be, I heard, that I might heard, be part of it. Yeah, I heard True. news that the actors assumed that there was going to be more. You're right, is maybe the actors were all like, we're going to need more money, rightfully so. They're mm-hmm. the creator. Maybe it was just the perfect storm of them all being like, let's just, we're done. We told the story. Let's just move on. Cause I mean, Watchmen that would be- had a similar thing where, you know, I mean, I know you guys, Tom and I have had many talks about uh, our differing opinions on it, but sure. Damon yeah. Lindelof was just like, that's my story, I'm done. And right. they easily could have gone multiple seasons with it, but they're it just be, like, eh. Yeah, the, thing, the fact that the actors didn't seem to know with this, but then again, actors aren't told things. Like we don't, no. they don't tell actors. <laughs> the, the source, things. right? So, the source of their surprise may just have been when they signed their contracts to be in the show. They signed for three seasons or something like exactly. that. Exactly. I would really and, respect it if they were just like, and that's it. That was the story. Uh, we're no. done. Although I will say, it seems kind of weird that the two shows led by Black Leads, Watchmen, and this are the ones that they did that rather than say like Big Little right. Lies or leftovers or any of their white folk show yeah that was one of the things i was circling is like what the fuck what's going on here i mean because i could have watched 10 seasons of this i could i would have loved this to jump the shark i would have loved to see the bullshit i I think it did in the final episode but logan hasn't seen it yeah that that last episode is dog shit Uh, okay (laughs) hold on hold on Hold on. I'm, I want to push back on that. Okay. Um, it depends on your expectations for the type of show you're watching. No, it doesn't. For me, <laughs> uh, it, well, for me personally, I thought, I don't want to spoil anything, but I thought like the final, you know, reveal uh, was like, all right, all right, we're going to go in that direction. We're going to go fucking wild. There's. Uh, we're going to go absolutely fucking wild. I enjoyed, I, here's the, I enjoyed Lovecraft Country from beginning to end there was some real heavy shit in it obviously mm-hmm. but it didn't ever forget to also be like campy and weird 
Yeah. And so, like, for me, it's it's just everything worked for me in that sense. And there was so much talent behind it. Yeah. It could be it could be terrifying and it could be ridiculous in the same episode sometimes. And I really appreciated something that was such a tremendous swing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was never bothered when things went wrong because I just I didn't I did like it never it the only thing whenever I get annoyed it's the mystery box stuff it's why I stopped watching Watchmen mm-hmm. is when it was when they're trying to make me feel like they're so smart by withholding stuff Lovecraft Country I never felt like they did that to me I never got angry at it so for me it was either really really heavy shit or really fun shit that somehow managed to mix together in a way that that worked for me so i i don't know i have very little criticism of that show and i would have wanted 10 seasons of it but i get why it Um, might be a finite thing i will say also like i mentioned earlier that this and Watchmen were the two ones that they decided not to do more seasons on but they're also the two that seem the most cg intensive like You know, Little Big Lies doesn't have a lot of CG. And right. Same thing with other ones. So that I don't know if that factors in because they I gotta think... pay for those fucking dragons and that mm-hmm. Game of Thrones new one that nobody wants yeah. to watch. But yeah. I I think knows? if Lovecraft Country, I think if it was just pure like weird nostalgia, like like a Stranger Things, like Stranger mm-hmm. Things, I'm glad they're doing limited, but that's one where it's like, yeah, you could go for like ten seasons of that bullshit. Will it be good? Oh, I bounced really. on that show after season yeah. two. Lovecraft, I'm... I think, <laughs> Lovecraft is, it's very emotional. It deals with really ugly things in our history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I can see that being exhausting to write, you know? Well, um, Misha Green, the showrunner, uh, creator, uh, tweeted out her part of her Bible for season two. So she was working on a season two. Oh. They had like an idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Trying to get that okay. in there. They had ideas and plans were in motion for season two. It is super unclear why they decided to cancel after doing sort of like a soft renewal. Um, I suspect right. that changes a lot. Lo- what Logan's saying is probably pretty close to the truth. This is just they just looked at the numbers, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucked it's, up that they didn't have faith in it because it's it was one of my favorite shows. It could be a lot of, on I mean, HBO. It could, you know, they're entering like Jonathan Majors is probably about to start filming his Marvel stuff. Like mm-hmm. um, Journey Smollett is is sh- like the actors are are blowing the two leads are blowing up into a lot of other things right now and availability might have been a question like you know yeah. you, you you did you sort of small get another show greenlit I probably think recently? I, I think that sounds right yeah but like it it may have been in a situation i don't know who know these deals no you're right these things fall apart it could be that they couldn't film it for another two years because jonathan majors wasn't going to be available or because yeah, journey small wasn't going to be available so i'm guessing it was all of the above it yeah. was like there's a huge budget here we're having issues pinning everybody down uh it's gonna yeah it's gonna cost a lot it's gonna take a lot of time let's just dump it that's easier and they don't finish yeah like i said at least like i I haven't finished the series but from what i heard it finishes the first book and that kind of concludes everything so at least Mm. it got a clean break hopefully it it absolutely does not (laughs) yeah yeah. Ah, fuck. Yeah. And there's some real it's it's not the the weirdness of the campiness. There's I don't know. There's some pretty big 
writing problems in that last episode. Anyway. <laughs> the last episode isn't great. It's more just that the the show put me in a place where I mm-hmm. I wasn't like putting it I my st- I guess you could say my standards were lowered, but it's just like I was just enjoying it so much that it didn't really matter. Sure. I'll just say point. I always support like, people of color reclaiming shit from Lovecraft. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Such a fucking filthy I guess racist. Jesus the difference Christ. between like that and like uh game of thrones this game of thrones was like we're we're building this something we're building and then it all comes crashing down lovecraft i just didn't i i don't know what it, i don't i don't know exactly it was way how more, to describe uh, it their it was, style was more loose it's more monster of the week a it was lot way more time. episodic than i was expecting yeah yeah and so it's like the overall the overarching story was like felt less important almost um, the, yeah the, the yeah yeah, it for sure. The like season two was going to involve like an alternate America, right? Um, anyway, oh, that's right. <laughs> Logan hasn't finished it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's fine. It's yeah. If it Logan's ends like, with a cliffhanger like that, I really yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> kind of sort of uh, ends on a cliffhanger like that. It yeah it, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's, let's talk about yeah. uh, Hubert Jackman. Hubert Hue, 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 Huey Jacks. Huff Jackman. Uh, Huff Jacks, he, he Instagram huge Jackman, huge Jackman. He, huge Jackman. he huge like Jackman. tweeted or he posted he 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 posted a pic of uh, Wolverine claws that seemed to foreshadow something. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, hard pass, hard pass. I, right there. I hope not. I hope he's just fucking with people. Stuff needs to end. I watched the first episode of Star Trek Picard and I was like, oh. Yeah, we need to oh, just I mean, it's like episode two or three. I've heard you talking about it like the past couple of high casts. Picard sucks, dude. It is not yeah. good. It's just Oof. like, and this is not new. They they made they ended TNG and they ended it on a really good note. Um, I don't want to spoil the last episode of TNG, but like they ended on a really sweet moment with Picard. And then, of course, they're like, movies! We're making movies! And it's like, okay, well, that's not new. And then, like, Nemesis, a movie I do like, did end on a real bummer. Like, the Star Trek, the TNG timeline ended on a real bummer. Um, and it was kind of... does it, baby! Yeah, but it was kind of... Star Trek Nemesis, it was kind of fucked up that they ended it that way. And so I get why people would mad. And then we got Picard, and it's just like, ah... Uh, let it die. Just let it die. I, you know, I don't trust you with Star Trek anymore. The point is, is that Wolverine, it's, I didn't like the movie Logan, but at least it ended. sucked. But I remember you and I, I remember you had seen like an early yeah. screener. Not yeah, screener, we like went to it. to go see it. And the then you apologized was... for spoiling it to me because I had to like edit the layout for that. And I'm like, you didn't spoil shit. I was calling this Children of X-Men like for five yeah. months, and that's exactly what that trash was. I remember me and Tom <laughs> went to the Q&A. I believe there was a director Q&A after, after the screening, and I don't think we stayed for it. <laughs> we were just like, eh, we got stuff to do. I got a it was dirty like... look while watching it in the theater because <laughs> I laughed out loud at the end when she does the Shane speech. I was laughing like Max Caddy in Cape Fear because of how stupid it was. It was very like, dumb. Yeah, I guess similar to how Star Trek Nemesis kind of ends on this bummer, like Logan did it, it like, you know, 
I uh, people liked that though. See, but, I I have the like, opposite feeling for for this than you do because you're talking about like Picard continuing like oh Star Trek was great and it ended and it was a great series. I fucking hate the Fox X-Men movies. I don't like that universe. And the idea that they're bringing him back and that that might be a continuation, like, I really want no part of that. I would rather they just start from scratch. I understand bringing back Deadpool because he's a character designed to not give a shit about continuity. But yeah, I don't like the world that Brian Singer created. And it's just bad X-Men to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think there's it's a misconception to assume that no one else can be Wolverine. I get I get Professor X because it's Picard. Mm-hmm. But like you could still get a bald guy and they did. They did. They yeah. shaved James McAvoy's head. Uh like there's it's weird that even though they replaced Patrick Stewart, who I feel like out of all the X-Men cast was the hardest to replace, they for some mm-hmm. reason are like, but we gotta keep Logan. And I guess it's because he's like a mortal in junk. Uh That's the thing. Like Hugh Jackman is actually getting older, which makes it even worse like there's yeah. tons of actors you could replace him with. Fucking go get... Ah, shoot, why am I blanking on the name? Um, Homelander from The Boys. Anthony oh, Stark. Oh, yeah. A- yeah, Anthony Stark is a guy who I've been wanting for that if they were going to replace him for a while because he's just pretty much Wolverine on Banshee. And then, you know, there's tons of other actors there that probably we don't even know of who right. have interesting takes on that. I, I don't need Hugh Jackman having to like get cg smoothed face for the next like five years yeah right just to like play this character it's and i I don't want that version of the character i don't want that side of the x-men universe like yeah yeah Yeah. it's bad let stuff end (laughs) i'm excited i'm excited for the multiverse fucking spider-man stuff but even that stuff part of me is like you know what just let the just let it all be like we we don't ha- again we don't have to make everything canon we don't have to like morph together all the versions of things right it's weird it's, it's weird okay that we're doing for things that. to be self self contained right like we it was one it, there was a day where I was like let's stop remaking stuff now I'm like can we at least stop like looping it all into canon like for Christ's sakes it's not enough that we have to keep remaking the same stuff we have to also make them all like fit in the same universe. And like, like, can't you just say, okay, this is a new X-Men. It's a new X-Men. It's, yeah. you know, those other X-Men. It's not that. They're all like, dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, yeah. They're all dead. You forgot no, it's to just feed like, them and they died. There was a, there was an interview about the Suicide Squad where producers asked like, how does this fit with the, uh, the other one? And they just said, we don't address it. Yeah. We just <laughs> don't like, mention there it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. I mean, it's not a dumb question. Yeah. No, no. It's, <laughs> it is. it's not a dumb question. We, but had, like, we had a movie come out four years ago called Suicide Squad. This one is called The Suicide Squad right. and contains some of the same characters. <laughs> I mean, we're at this point, superhero films. I'm glad it hasn't affected other genres and movies, but the superhero genre is like, it's folding in on itself. Oh, it's yeah. like an MC it's, Escher drawing. It's just, it just, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's collapsing. I don't know it's, how it's, it's going to sustain for too much longer, but we'll see. I will say this. I really don't think there's anything behind this because I don't see Faggy being lazy slash dumb enough to take that baggage on. Like, I suspect oh, yeah. that's going to be well, like a video game or some shit. 
something yeah. like that, or maybe like some like box set or some shit like that. I, uh, yeah, I don't think he's coming back to play Wolverine in the MCU here's for like the, a yeah. role. <laughs> Yeah, here's the alternate theory is Hugh Jackman one day was like, I'm going to tweet this picture and a bunch of assholes will podcast about it. Like, yeah, all they have to do is tweet out one picture. and yeah. Hugh Jackman just jollily laughing in between like right. box jumps and listening to musicals, just like, ah, this will be a laugh for today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna get a bunch. I mean, of that's likes. what I'd do if I was a fucking person. Oh, in one yeah. of those friends. I would just fuck with people like crazy. I feel like John Boyega is the only person who gets that right. Oh, it'd be amazing. All he has to do is tweet a picture of a lightsaber and like a date, like yeah. a future date, and he'd fuck everything up for everybody. Yeah, it would be so fantastic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'll, if he if he wanted a job, I feel like he could do that, and in like three months, Disney would call him like so how much do you want for this movie that the internet's <laughs> excited about? Like, that's the thing is fans have ways, way too much control plus social media. Like, yeah, fucking anything's possible now. Well, it's still, yeah, I don't know. It's still, uh, I think uh, it seems like people are not, some people are not uh, registering that it's still when it's a movie that gets made because, uh, it's social media demanded it. It's still filmmaking by committee, which is, we've all agreed right. is, mm-hmm. is bad. It's bad. Um, anyway, let's move on. L- yeah, to l- not lighter news. Uh, Richard Donner died. I mean, this is not. S- he was ninety-one, so yeah. We were we were talking off off mic. Like it'd be weirder if he was still alive, right? It would be weirder like, if he like just tw- never died. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it'd be weird if he never died. Like thirty years from now, the news story is like Richard Donner will not die. Yeah, Richard Donner <laughs> planning Lethal Weapon Seven. But there's something. Yeah. I feel like Richard Donner, I, I, this isn't a case of like, oh, they don't make him like they used to. I feel like they never made him like Richard Donner. He made some of my favorite action movies, horror movies, and children's movies. He, and like, people don't do that. People don't make he, the Goonies and the Omen and Superman and Lethal Weapon. He That's had incredible. such a hand on the formation of so many different genres. Yeah. Like, one person's lucky enough to do one of those goddamn things. Right. He did, like you said, like, Superman pretty much is every superhero movie is still trying to catch the high of that first movie. Right. Lethal Weapon, I don't think I need to explain all of the fucking franchises and movies that have tried to replicate that lightning in a bottle. Goonies, as you mentioned, you I mean, you brought up Stranger Things and a bunch of other fucking yeah. Fear Street and all that. Goonies, pretty much. And then just The Omen. Like... Yeah. The Omen. How do you, like, it's, I'm going to go back to sports. It's like watching, it's like seeing like a Wilt Chamberlain stat line from like 1950s where he's like averaging 30 rebounds a game, 50 points a game and like 17 assists. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) It's often one of the things they don't, is definitely like they don't do this anymore is horror used to be directed by a directors who did other genres like now Mm -hmm. it feels like if you do horror you only do horror but like fucking christ like it's i guess it's not just that he did that wide variety but he nailed it he nailed the genre every single one to such an extent that it just doesn't feel like the same person making these yeah, he um, never became a slave to his style either. Yeah, like, he doesn't have an identify. That's he's he's um, exactly he's he's like a he's a journeyman filmmaker. Um, and they right. they still they still exist. I think it's 
part of they, the reason we do don't see it is, I think part of the reason we don't still see it as often anymore is that they're just there's a lot more directors working now you know it's like yes. the, the the opportunities are being spread out much more than they were back in those in like the 70s and 80s for these big budget movies um yeah but yeah like part like Richard Donner didn't really have an identifiable style which sounds like a dig but it's not like it let no. him do anything pretty much some some like myself would argue it's the it's makes him a better director than say tarantino which isn't a knock against tarantino um or or any any or or like any unique director is it's like you could argue that if if a director makes a movie and it's just so identifiable as theirs they failed yeah where it's like yeah where it's like no richard donner he made the movie he made the movie that was written, and he made it so well that you can't tell it from his other films, oh, as opposed to I a forgot. filmmaker that like sticks their identity in the goddamn movie. One thing that I had always blanked on, and I just remembered because I edited a thing about it earlier, he fucking directed the Twilight Zone episode with Shatner and the Gremlin. Yeah, he did. Jesus. Like, yeah. It's, he's just yeah. been so fundamentally a part of so much of right. pop culture that you don't even realize without ever leaving like a big thumbprint where it's just like I'm Richard fucking Donner. It's we, yeah. We need we need a we need a renaissance, a Donner Renaissance style. Cause I think I think it is important. There's all these stories people are telling about him now. Like the one about him telling like a crewman to go home to go to his son's like baseball game or something like that, where like it was just a it's a job. It's a job, and he did yeah. a great he did a great job at it. But he's not like he I've uh, you know as far as I know, there's no stories of him fucking verbally abusing actors or being like trying to method them or like you know Kubrick his... them. He was just like, look, we're making a movie. We don't have to kill ourselves doing it. And he did that and made some of the best fucking movies. <laughs> and his so like biggest, there's something like, very jerk important story about that. Is him getting huge or him getting uh Gene Hackman to shave his mustache off for Superman by tricking him. And that's just delightfully hilarious. That's pretty <laughs> well, funny. You, you gotta yeah, you have to take that with the grain of salt that uh Gene Hackman is a legendary asshole. Right. I also yes. love I I love the what set up this like the story that this sets up which is gene hackman playing lex luther and being like i ain't getting rid of my mustache and everybody like ah <laughs> oh, gene you got to get rid of your mustache man you're playing lex luther that's that's delightful um yeah, yeah so i don't know it's like like you mentioned earlier it's just one person would be lucky enough to touch like any genre Right, with as much uh, formative stuff that he did, and he just did it across everything, and he made it look effortless. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's just not really filmmakers like that anymore. They don't yeah. like, the, and there's never really another contemporary that you could really put next to him because no. he was just his own thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's terrific. Yeah, uh, man. Well, that's it for news stories. Ah. Um, Name some let's more producers. Have, let's, yeah, let's yeah, let's thank some more producers. Uh, thank you to Tux. Yeah, thank you, Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank yeah. you to Space McNulty. Yeah. Thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Uh, thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you to Vaccinated Man Andrew McGuire. Woo. 
Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Now let me jump in here. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you to Mrs. Voitis. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot Henson, MBA CVA. Thank you to Christopher Robert Bar- uh, Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Vaccinated Jay. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Dave. We did it. Dave. We're Tom, not, it's my birthday. I don't care. All I right. don't care because it's not. It's my birthday. It's not while we're recording it. Yeah, that's fair. So you don't it's get to make outside of time and space. Yeah, that's right. You don't get to you don't get to uh, make birthday. It's demands. my birthday. <laughs> Tell me what the fuck deserves some more hype. Like a movie? Yeah, I have a movie <laughs> that deserves more hype. <laughs> this is called The Woman Who Ran. This fascinated me, and like the more you read it, read about it, the more it makes sense. But you probably saw the trailer. You guys did. It's like a pretty mundane fucking trailer. Uh, it seems to be a series of conversations this woman is having with friends. Uh, and it has a, a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's coming out a limited release on my birthday, which is the day people are listening to this, the day it, it released. Um, and it becomes clear that it's, 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 a, it's the title it's kind of clear from. It's, a, it's about a woman who's like been married to this guy for a long time. And this is the first time he's out of town. And she's getting back together with friends. And there's just a subtext to the conversations where it's like clearly like she she's in a shitty marriage it sounds like uh and 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 that's the movie from what i can tell um um, yeah that's kind of this director pretty much just does stories about human condition and stuff like that like there's really nothing there's no surprise like oh the husband's trying to kill her for insurance or anything it's just like south korea right this is yeah. um, and South Korea. God, there's some fucking great filmmakers coming out uh, here, and yeah. this was just one I hadn't heard of. And um, you, as you pointed out, this is the actress from um, The Handmaiden, which is from uh, Chanwook Park. Uh, if people haven't seen that, I, I see it. It's pretty fucking intense. It's because on of course Prime, it is. and I think it's one of the movies that they own, so it's not going to leave. So check okay. that out if you. I mean, Amazon. if you. Yeah, if you know what Old Boy was, you probably have a guess of the intensity level of the handmaiden. Yeah. But yeah. She was fantastic in that. <laughs> yeah, she was. This isn't that. This is a series of conversations, and it's just getting really good reviews. All right. The marriage thing is kind of weird because, um, as I noted, like, this actress had an affair with the director of this film that ruined that director's marriage like four years ago and they're still together. So that's just, pretty nuts. I don't know like how much of that is going to be playing out in there, but it's kind of weird oh, to watch yeah. it with that type of lens. Mm. There's gotta be, so. yeah, there's gotta be something in there. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. there's little, like that's what it sounds like. There's a, there's a thing in the review here saying that she keeps saying the phrase people in love should always stick together. Uh, mm-hmm. like little things like that that imply like oh she's in a relationship she's gotta get the fuck out of um, at least that's there's the reviews don't really this is the weird thing the reviews are like we're not gonna spoil it and it's like what it's, it's just a series what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like 
is there like a big reveal? Is he like a werewolf? Right. Like what is all I know is it's a series of conversations and it's getting amazing reviews. Uh, and if that sounds like your type of jam, you know, if you like to sit and watch like waking life, uh, this is probably the thing for you. Mm. It's I'm not being sarcastic. I love watching waking. No, life. it's you were talking earlier about like burnout on like superhero stuff and things yeah. like that. And, you know, I love superhero movies, so I'm generally not going to get burned out on MCU, but. I want pieces that are just slices of life of people just being people. That shit is like literal drama. Yeah, I was about to say, what it is is that, look, I I enjoyed Endgame, but the Mm -hmm. amount of drama in that is nothing compared to other movies where it's just fucking people in a room. Before midnight. Yeah. (laughs) Like sometimes... Marvin's room. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Sometimes, Sometimes all you need is a couple people in a room... And you can do something that's fucking intense and thrilling. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just the right story. And I think this is a good reminder of that. Yeah, it's one of those movies that you just, you need. Like, not just as a palate cleanser or anything like that. It's just, you need that if you want to have, like, a good film viewing life. <laughs> it just gives you more stuff to watch and more experiences to have. And right. I'm never going to shade shit like that for trying exactly like look i like cotton candy but you know i can't always eat cotton candy and that would be disgusting if i did right so you need a balanced diet a balanced movie diet uh and it's all good i wouldn't call this broccoli this is like a taco i think the analogy fell apart i don't know what you're talking about it's like a judge It's, it's like, like the a judge. judge. It's a lot like no, the judge. I would say the judge is actually kind of a stupid movie, and that's why I love the kind judge. Of? Oh, it's an extremely kind of. stupid movie. It's an extremely that's the thing. Stupid. There's nothing. There's nothing better than like a folksy like we're gonna win an Oscar movie. That's just that is. Oh just, no, you're not. Uh, you're the Oscar movie that trips over its own dick is man. Yeah. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, on Twitter, just fucking hillbilly elegy. Hillbilly I can't elegy. believe you motherfuckers mm. wasted Glenn Close and Amy Adams' so performances good. on that dumb dildo story. Oh, Fuck that, yeah. oh, you that dildo story. pieces of shit brought Such his fucking shit. bogus ass story to life. Mm. Oh, man. But, he, yeah. <laughs> he yada yada is how he goes from a, being a, a, a broke preteen uh, to being in already at Yale. But Glenn yeah, he really sure thought does. that was going to be the one that broke her. Like she was like, "This is going to be the one that gets me my Oscar finally." Yeah. Just, nope. No, I feel horrible for you. I'm so sorry. Nope. It's <laughs> what you get. Ron uh, Howard made that movie. It's what all of like you he saw that. That is what all of you get for helping to sell this guy's propaganda about his own life. Right. But yeah, there is few things more delightful than when a clear Oscar bait thing just just eats shit. Yeah, yeah, just trips and falls Face out the plants. window. Espe- well, especially when it's like that where everybody because sometimes they trick people. Sometimes it wins the Oscar and then a year later everybody's like, "Wait. No. But I'm I I love it when it immediately Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like it when Trash. it's one of these where people are like immediately like, "No, I don't think so." I don't I don't think so, Hillbilly Elegy. We we see you. We see you for what you are. Yeah, like it's in the moment it's so stupid that you refuse yeah. to acknowledge it instead yeah. of yeah, like Tom mentioned Crash. <laughs> crash. Crash, yeah, Crash made it. 
Yeah. Crash beat out Brokeback Mountain. What the fuck? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> wow. Movies are dumb. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, watch this one. The Woman yeah. Who Ran. The Woman Who Ran looks good. Yeah, I'm, I want to see this. Yeah, it's... Um, I don't, it's I don't even nice. care if you guys want to. I, I just want to see it. it looks no, good. I do too. It's nice when we get hype for Korean films that aren't just big action stuff because it seems like that's typically the thing that carries over here yeah well that's the thing is unless it's like horror that's why parasite was so neat because even parasite still had to kind of sell itself on being like a horror Mm -hmm. but like it works both ways too no one no one in china is watching the judge they should but they're not it's really yeah they're watching iron man it's the big genre films and then even then it's it's very specific genres uh, I would right. give anything to see a Chinese person watch the judge and then like just see them debating later if he fucked his Whether niece or, not or right. his daughter. His niece or his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because the judge would translate over. Like it's not mm-hmm. I get the idea that certain movies culturally don't work or something like that. Um but like the judge is universal. It's univer it's the universal language. <laughs> you could show an alien the judge. And they it's get like it. math. It's yeah. the universal language. The universal. You put yeah. that on the gold record you, you and send on, that to space. You, you put it on the gold record, you get one back that's like, wait a second, did he fuck his niece? <laughs> fuck his niece? Anyway, we're uh, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. But we're not coming there, because what the fuck was that movie? Oh, the judge. Every, all roads judge. lead to the judge. Mm, all roads lead to the judge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh um is that it are we done i think we're done i think that's a so logan oh thank you thank you for having me (laughs) yeah man anytime what do you want to tell people what do you want to plug where can people find you do your things um usually when i plug stuff i always start with please review podcasts of people that you like including our friends because that actually helps a lot with rankings and stuff and then if you want to see more of me catch me on social media i'm on instagram and twitter at the logan trent and i edit stuff uh correct so yeah yeah check them out Woo. cool check all that stuff out yeah we yeah you guys should rate us on the apples and the other things wherever podcasts tell them wherever us. podcasts wherever podcasts dave tell them what else they should do uh they could go on our patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed we have exclusive podcasts on there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac uh, and Star Trek: The Next Futurama, new episode of that coming out next week. That show um, has been delightful. Oh way. yeah, it's fun yeah. to record. It's one of those where we just we know we we know like okay, we're gonna need at least two hours. We're gonna not barely talk about the th- like the comparisons, and we're just gonna <laughs> go off on tangents. Uh, and uh, yeah, we normally watch movies every Friday night. Uh, we're not doing it this Friday because we're all on vacation. But uh, you know. Check that out on another Friday. Yeah, on a different Friday. That's not today. We also have a store, yeah. tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Employed. We can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Yeah, unrelated. If you know of a company better than TeePublic, uh, let us know by the end of the month. Because we're going to be switching over. Sounds on- ominous. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like TeePublic isn't very good. But like, well, for now, go on T Public and get shirts. Yeah. Oh, check now. out Tom's stuff on Collider. He writes very. Yeah, good Tom, plug your Collider shit more. It's great. Fine. It's <laughs> it's a delight. 
If people read, they should yeah, read their true. stuff. That's true. Yeah, write delightful articles, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like if no. you if you if you're gonna read so many things, you should read. Like if like, I don't know if like your grandma sends you a letter, but Tom has a thing on Collider that day. Do the Collider thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your grandma can or wait. Read it to your grandma. Read it yeah. to yeah. your grandma. It. Yeah, have your grandma read it to you. Yeah. 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 What we're saying is take your grandma for granted because she's always going to be here like Richard she's Donner. She's always going to be here. We will never die. <laughs> I will never die. <laughs> Jeff saying that thing. It was on the new uh, Tom and Jeff watch Batman. His exit when he was a teen of the like, oh, I'm yeah. young. I'm going to live forever. was one of the funniest things I hey, ever I got my whole while. life ahead of me. What's the worst <laughs> thing that could happen? What an amazing bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, All right. Uh, Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.